Welcome to today's episode of Let's Talk Robotics. This is the first episode in a series of interviews I will be having with women that won awards in the AI for Women in Australia and New Zealand's award that was hosted earlier this year. Lena Yao is my first guest and I'm absolutely delighted to have her on the show. Hi, Lena. Hi, Nikki. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be the first guest. <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy to have you on the show and congratulations on your award. Thank you so much. Yeah, so yeah, I'm very yeah, thrilled and, and honored for this award. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. Lina, you're sent here associate professor at the University of New South Wales. How long have you been at the university? Okay, so actually, uh, I obtained my PhD degree from University of Adelaide in 2014 seven years ago. And then I worked as a postdoc and a lecturer in 2014 and 2015, respectively. And in 2016, I joined the USW as a lecturer and was promoted to senior lecturer in 2018 and associate professor last year. So I get, yeah, I think I have been as has been a faculty member at the university for almost seven years, yeah. Congratulations on all your promotions. So you're obviously hugely competent. <laughs> you. just, yeah, just want to make the trajectory clearer. <laughs> so, so tell me, um, like, how how hard was it for you to to come to Australia and and assimilate in the culture here? What were specific challenges for you? Uh, I actually came to Australia almost uh, fourteen years. Yeah, so. Yeah, I, yeah. So for, I, I still remember the when I first got got off the plane. Yeah, because I the first arrival, the, the arriving the destination is Adelaide. So when I, st I still remember the when I got off the plane and went to the <laughs> the border, the border, and uh, I didn't even can understand a single I don't know a single English sentence. I don't know why I passed all the English tests and exams before came to Australia, but yeah. uh, oh, just uh, it's a but uh, all the people here are quite are very very nice. I still remember the taxi driver who drove me to my um to my <laughs> apartment. And uh, he's very helpful, and also tried. To, I remember that he spoke very slowly and uh, tried to explain some essential information about the uh, how to how to get along with the <laughs> even the your housemates or apartment mates, and how to even how to register and how to try to uh, adapt yourself into the new environment as soon as possible because the, the, the taxi driver is also, I think, think uh, he's came from another country. Yeah, he's not on, originally from Australia as well. So yeah, and also when I, I started, I, I, start, I started my study in 2008, I think as a master's student. So yeah, I, actually I had a culture shock because it's a different, uh, yeah, I come from a totally different uh, cultural background in yeah. Australia. So, uh, but uh, uh, I, I think everything here is very peaceful, very nice, and uh, very open. And uh, yeah, and uh, of through throughout my whole pathway till now, so I got a lot of support and help from many people. So I 
Mm, yeah, I, I, I really love Australia and uh, hope hopefully I can continue to make my own contribution to this country. Okay, yeah. and it's, it's fabulous and it's so yeah. nice to hear that because, you know, as a fellow um, a person that's immigrated from South Africa to Australia, um, you know, your first experiences are always the lasting impressions of the country. And yeah. Um, yeah, as with you, I was very fortunate. I started in Bunbury in West Australia and um, the people that looked after me there uh, when we arrived, I'm still friends with them and they were so hospitable. And, um, you know, in, even though you speak of English, like I thought I spoke English and just the, the way, um, you know, when they say they have tea, it doesn't mean they're having a cup of tea. It means they're having dinner. And this to me was foreign. I, you know, like, an, and as you say, I thought I could speak English, but it's just little idiosyncrasies that you have to adjust yourself to. Sure, sure. You know, I, I, for example, I'm always, you know, my have the, my, the, you can tell the English accent. So I'm always kind of, uh, yeah, I feel embarrassed, but everyone just to tell, just told me, relax. Yeah, we, we can understand just uh, just uh, just to be yourself so let us just uh, yeah just uh, let me feel so you know so, 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 so everything just so touching so i just yeah. uh, feel more yeah confident to speak out <laughs> so otherwise Listen, that's uh, that's brilliant advice you know as you say if, if people can understand you that's the main thing and i think you know, if you get self-conscious, you, um, you know, it just makes it worse for you because then you get stressed and then, you know, like if your brain goes haywire as far as I'm concerned. So, um, again, you know, even my accent, even now after living in Australia for 26 years, nearly 27 years, I, I have people that don't understand me and I go... I don't understand that you can't understand me because I think I speak perfectly. But um, you know, obviously, uh, my accent you do, you is strong. Do speak, you do speak perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lena. <laughs> That's nice of you. So tell me, like this award that you won for cybersecurity, like this is just an absolute huge accolade. And just um, tell me, what does this mean for you? This recognition. Oh, oh okay. So for. Uh, for this award, still, so yeah, I, I just uh, a little bit uh, surprised I can be the final winner. You know, we have three finalists, so for each category. So other two finalists uh, were highly, yeah, highly competitive, and uh, they are excellent researchers as well from Defense and um, Melbourne University, University of Melbourne. Yeah, so. So I just, uh, back to them, I've just uh, said, no, I maybe yeah, just participated in this gala dinner and meet, uh, uh, try to meet a cohort of excellent women and uh, yeah, just, uh, just just try to expand my network and to see more excellent women in the air area. So when my name was called, <laughs> I, still, I, I, went, I went up to the stage, I, do, I didn't even know how to say because I didn't, I didn't even prepare the, the, the speech, you know? <laughs> Because yeah. I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't think I can have the chance to use it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for this for this uh, award, the judges are a group of highly respectable professionals, and uh, they recognize my work and this, mm -hmm. can, they see the value in my research, what I have done and uh, what I'm doing. I really I'm really really appreciate and uh, encouraged. So I think this award is a um, huge recognition and uh, encouragement for women who are working in the AI area, for our leadership, hardware, and dedication, or courage. So also this award significantly 
strengthens my motivation to push further along this way in this area, because AI, this area, women are poorly represented, yeah, currently. Mm -hmm. So, 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 yeah, so I hope, yes, for this, the, the, I think this, this uh, award, they will, ho they will host it every year. So, and I, I, in the meantime, I will also yeah, continue to devote myself into increasing the female representation in the AI and the computer science and machine learning and bridging the gender gap and keep playing a leading role in this area. And also, because I'm also a supervisor and educator, so I will continue to be a good role model to my students. Yeah. Yeah, yeah listen, that's so important. Like you've touched on a couple of like important points, like the STEM, um, the STEM gap, the women representation in Australia. It's not just in Australia, it's worldwide. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, like, um, so the first tip, Lena, is when you go in for another award ceremony, make sure you've got your speech prepared because <laughs> there's a good chance you're going to win. <laughs> Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So lesson learned. I'll be prepared. Whatever. I'm coming with my speech. No, I think it's fantastic. I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't have any expectations. You know. I just. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you rocked up, and there you were. So listen. I mean, that's even. That's just fantastic. So I'm. Um, I'm assuming because you're a highly competent person that you got some words out to thank the right people, and it went splendidly <laughs> so you building a cyber defense system that can self-diagnose defend and heal when faced an attack tell us more about this work ah, okay uh, to to help explain better so i may take uh, our immune system of human body as example so our immune system actually is fighting virus and the bacteria every moment every second right so most of the time as humans we don't even realize, and even we don't we don't even intervene our immune system. So they work perfectly and know how to do, right? And sometimes maybe we need an intervention. For example, when you're taking the medicine or the surgeries. So this is how our body of the immune system work. So inspired by this idea. So this is the basic principle yeah principle of the cyber defense system i'm i'm trying to develop so I'm we are we actually aim, aim at developing such kind of systematic cyber defense system uh equipping the human-like intelligence as just like the, as the immune system uh, we develop um, a suite of robust machine learning algorithms in the back end and the interactive and the visual interface in the front end and everything will be wrapped up as a holistic solution. So see this kind of uh, cyber system, it, uh, it's self-aware and self-involving and self-healing. So this is the final goal. So actually we are building it step-by-step. Step. <laughs> so, so inspired by this, so we can see, so what, uh, what are the key features of such self-aware, self-healing, self-involving cyber different systems. The first of all, so this system should be very robust, right? So that means it is uh, uh, capable to keep behaving as we expected. And even when it processes the error message or even processes some noisy, very noisy inputs. So this doesn't, that won't hurt the performance and the robustness of the system. Mm -hmm. So in this way, the self-healing capability 
so can ensure the system can functional properly at most time. And the second key feature, so this kind of system should be able to defeat the attack autonomously, right? So don't need uh, the human intervention and the human guidance every step. So it uh, can consistently refine its future mitigation strategies on the basis of the historical uh, successes or failures. So, and even can possibly launch some more uh, aggressive counter operations to just um, uh, push itself to, to self-involved. So the third feature would be this kind of system should be highly resilient. That means the capability of the cyber defense system so can withstand the attacks by facilitating the any threats or any potential anomalies. So, and also can help the, for example, the security analysts to retrieve, to retrieve the relevant information about all the threats and all the historical yeah, attacks. And then to help the human operators to gain more insights into the threats. Yeah, so I think this is some kind of key features we should look at and focus on. So by doing so, so this is a high level um, goals we try to achieve and try to equip this kind of system. So to decouple it into some machine learning, some uh, abstract, uh, at some abstract level in some for machine learning attacks, why is we should look at, we should uh, take care of the, the, it's a broad range of attacks, right? Conventionally, we, we know the several attacks is some, uh, phishing or some scam emails or some some uh, some ransomware right so or even uh, yeah it's just uh, this is conventional or some malware malware so this is kind of the conventional conventional uh, attacks so now we are actually looking at a broader range of attacks including the false information the fake news the the uh, the fake reviews and uh, you can recall the some some fake news spreading on the Twitter on, on the tweets, yeah, and um, and also some fake videos or fake audios. If you heard some, yeah, the deep fake, this yeah. is kind of the AI software, so we can generate uh, the fake images or fake videos, right? So so this is kind of also I categorize them into the cyber. I think a new generation of cyber attacks. So, so this, so this kind of attacks or that kind of adversaries are more, yeah, are more diverse and more sophisticated. So another challenge we are focusing on is because now the cyber attacks are much faster in reaching the target and highly mutable. So, and they may disguised. So how to still can our system can still can pick them up. Right. Yeah. So, I think this is some yeah, major ch challenges we focus. We fo we are focusing on. So, currently, my team. So, we will first uh, uh, targeting these challenges. First of all, we we are focusing on some multimodal machine learning. Yeah, we try to create some uh, robust machine learning models can handle the a variety of data sources. The multimedia data sources, not just the texts or just the logs, network logs or the network statistics, as well as the videos, audios yeah, together. So we try to create the holistic view of the cyberspace. And uh, another machine learning challenge is the generalization. 
because you know for the AI, for AI-based solutions, usually we need uh, to train the AI model using some training data, right? The training data should uh, represent uh, different cases or different attacks in the reality. But uh, actually it's very hard to collect uh, the, the adequate data covering all the different situations or different uh, cyber threats. So how to, how to still learn a robust machine learning model which can quickly adapt itself to handle the new situations or new tasks. This is machine learning generalization. Um, so we, 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 we actually aim at um, equipping the machine learning with some learn to learn ability just like human did. Yeah, so another direction our, team, our lab is focusing on is the transparency and the explanation. So it's actually, yeah, especially in the era of deep learning, deep neural networks. So everyone just, yeah, I think most people criticize deep learning just like a black box. We don't know what's happening inside. They just give us the decisions, but how can we trust the decisions? So, and, and, and also, so how can we learn from the decisions, right? So, so, that's, so that's why we focus on trying to develop some explainable deep learning or machine learning methods. So yeah, in this yeah. way, the, the human operators or human analysts can do some reverse engineer to trace back the attacks step-by-step. Step. Yeah, just, and then they can quickly spot. So, uh, so what, what's, what's going on yes, uh, along the, the temporal dimension and uh, try to, they will, can help them to improve the, the mitigation strategies design in, the, in, in dealing with the future attacks. So I think this is the main, yeah, this is the main focus and uh, what we are doing now. So regarding the points I just mentioned, so current, so my PhD students and the postdoc and myself, so we already uh, produced uh, yeah, the research progress and even prototypes about the false information detection in a very early stage. And also the self-aware, machine learning, self-aware computing system to support and to, yeah, just to augment the capabilities of a cyber defense system. So this is kind of the systematic, very, very highly systematic, it's the kind of the computational framework. So we, we it, it comprises multiple different components. Currently we built, build it, build it up component by component. Yeah, so hopefully in the next five years, five to seven or eight years, we can have, the, we can deliver the whole package. Yeah, yeah, this is- No, yeah, Lina, I mean, cybersecurity is an ever, like it's an ever increasing important subject. And I think more and more um, like TAFEs and education um, institutions are about got cybersecurity, whether it's a cert for on cybersecurity or just some basic, um, uh, entry-level qualifications so that people know about it. I think I, I read a, st a statistic that when um, the bushfires happened and, and all the money was flowing in, like Australians were under every four seconds, they were under some sort of cybersecurity attack trying to get uh, uh, people trying to get hold of the funds that were being paid over. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, so, Oh, sorry. Can you just? Yeah, no, no. I'm just saying it's like it's you know it, it's in, it's ever increasing like our, our attacks sure. that we're getting every day, and people yeah. really need to be aware. Yeah. So actually, I read a I think a statistic from Australia Cyber Security Center. They released a report 
uh, actually an average of 164 cyber crime reports are made by Australia almost every day. So yeah. one, report, one report every 10 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's astounding, you know, and I think, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I, I ask a lot of my friends, have they got, um, you know, a password protector for all their passwords, <gasps> and I go, don't write your passwords down, because if you lose that, but you need like an app or something that you can store your passwords in. Yeah, yeah, sure, exactly, and I also remember a news, I think I, I got, I, even, I also got a I think announcement from the Woolworths. <laughs> so actually they're kind of the scam using Woolworths. So uh, every month we'll, we'll receive a link. So this is kind of like the, you know, the online chat assistant, usually many shop, shopping websites use the online yeah. chat assistant, right? So so this is targeting the, the customers of Woolworths. They will trick shoppers into believing. So they, will, they, can, win, they can win a price such as a Woolworths store credit card or gift card. So you need to click a link and, and get and input your personal information about your home address, your date of birth or something, very private information. And, uh, and then, so, but if once, if, if the, the people just believe it and do it, so their personal information will be, sto will be stolen and then use and misuse. So this is uh, some, scams I think happen every day almost yeah and also I talked with um, I talked with a colleague and she said because she, she's a very lovely person and she's very nice and kind so you only make donations to the salvations or to different organizations and uh, and uh, previously she received the email asked her to make another donation and she just uh, did like she did before but turns out it's a scam and her credit card was stolen. Yeah, so, and uh, I think, and she said uh, two days later, she received uh, some kind of statement about uh, your, your bank account was, was charged, blah, blah, something. Yeah, so, and the bank just uh, fro uh, frozen the bank account yeah, to reduce the loss. So it's a, it's a kind of, I think this kind of stuff is very, yeah. So we, we should, yeah, that's, that's why I just feel the value of what we are doing. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, listen, yeah. yeah, no, listen, I think um, and to our, our audience and our listeners out there, that's, um, you know, if you get any email asking you for any bank details or anything, um, like double check who the sender is, you know, actually click on the, the person that it says X, Y, Z at the top, click on it to make sure the email address, that's first thing. And secondly, um, you know, I'd, I'd be very careful sending any personal information by email now because I, I heard of a friend of mine, um, actually my hairdresser told me he was scammed $5,000 because he actually, um, he received an email from someone and obviously he'd been hacked and then oh. he had to pay a deposit over $5,000 and they changed one um, one letter, one one number in the account details, oh my gosh. and that and the money went somewhere else. So, like, it's it's super important when you're transferring money and someone sends you bank account details, phone and confirm that the number, the account number that yeah. you're sending the money to, is in fact the correct one. You know, like it, it's very important today. I I don't transfer any money until mm -hmm. I've actually um, confirmed with the people, especially if they're emailing my, me their details that I go, sure. is, is this your number? I'm, I'm confirming this is your, your bank details. 
Yeah, sure, exactly. Yeah, we should uh, yeah, learn how to protect ourselves, right? So yeah, yeah, I don't think there's enough education around it. And 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 Australians, um, like you said, you're the lady in your office, they're very nice people. Um, they don't they can't believe that they're these, you know, shysters out there trying to rip them off their money, but unfortunately they are, and they they're very happy to take your money if you're happy to not check and see what you're supposed to be doing. And again, with your passwords, you know, make sure that you update your password regularly oh yeah yeah and they try to use a very complicated one not yeah. just easy to remember yeah so yeah otherwise it's easily get hacked yeah 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 and especially don't use your name and your birthday because if they've already <laughs> stolen that that's no it's a no-brainer for them <laughs> i also use my birthday you lost it you no. remember <laughs> <laughs> lena i'm not i don't want to hear that i'm going to take that off <laughs> that's a bad example sorry <laughs> lena going forward you will change anything that's got your birthday you'll change the password <laughs> so, so and um, how robust would you say Australians are in terms of our cyber attacks um, generally speaking comparative to other countries in the world like um, I was just uh, reading I think in Melbourne today uh, a meat plant was uh, got cyber attacked and they had to close down for a couple of hours so um, what what's your take on that? Uh, because I, I'm working in university, university, so yeah, yeah. Sometimes we have the opportunity to interact with people from the government or from the local industries, so we can feel. So actually, Australia, yeah. So put a lot of the, the government put a lot of efforts on the cybersecurity this issue. So and uh, in, I. I remember last year I read the latest national cybersecurity strategies. That's the but I think that the white paper released by the government. So they, yeah, say they, they emphasize re-emphasize the to try to build up a trustworthy and the a secure cyberspace in Australia. So and the, actually they put many yes much investment in the. Uh, private sectors and the local companies and even and also the research institutions that uh, institutions like the university to boost the collaborations to try to deliver the more I think the better solutions to to further improve the robustness of the the cyber the, the cyber space in Australia and uh, I generally speaking I, I think Australia is doing great yeah mm -hmm. so yeah the government uh, is very is is quite uh, transparent and uh, keep uh, everyone informed about the latest um, cyber threats or cyber attacks, right? So I think uh, this is uh, quite uh, I think this is quite good, and also that also shows we are capable of detecting this kind of very sophisticated um, attacks or threats um, timely, and then yeah, just. Uh, take uh, some actions to mitigate or to recover or something. So I think uh, just uh, become not a person working in government, but from my perspective, I think, uh, yeah, actually is doing a great job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you mentioned mm -hmm. Twitter earlier in your, in your um, you know, as, as part of the like, misinformation spread. I read um, that there were only about 35 um, Twitter accounts that were created. Uh, with the Trump election now, this last election, <laughs> uh, 35, they can, uh, they can trace it back to 35 Twitter accounts that was responsible for all the misinformation that was spread. 
Yeah, sure. Yeah, I think this is a classic example for the myth for the false information. So mm -hmm. we actually we, we did uh, extensive research in around the topic. So um, during the 2016 U.S. presidential election, just that's like you said, almost uh, uh, almost 19 million Malaysians vote account was actually detected. Yeah, just supporting Trump, potentially. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. just support Trump, 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 and also, yeah, spread the the misinformation about the whole election and spread the information around the internet to try to influence 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 the outcome of the election. So I think this is a classic example. Even we when we when we write research papers. Many researchers love to use this example to show why detecting the fake news or fake information is important. <laughs> look, I look. You win and lose elections, and I think the Facebook, um, the Cambridge incident that Facebook was clobbered over the head for um, oh. a couple of years ago, rightly so. You know, um, social media platforms today increasingly have a responsibility to. Um, they need to monitor what goes on on their sites. And I think Twitter is now starting to take it seriously. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned that Cambridge, right? That, that, that's one very, actually, yeah, I still remembered. Yeah, so even Zuckerberger yeah, went to mm. the, yeah, the, so to talk, try to yeah, defend, defend the So, but yeah, 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 I agree. So because everyone, so we actually, we are living in the virtual space. We use the internet. We use the app every day, right? So the, the internet and the app actually, and also the, the service providers like Facebook or Twitter, they collect our information every second. Actually with this big data, yeah, powered with the machine learning methods, actually we can know your preference. We even can predict what you are going to do. And, we, and even, even more, we can manip manipulate the human's behavior. So we will induce you to do something specific we would like you to do. Yeah, this is, I think, the Cambridge that, uh, yeah, they would like to induce the, some potential voters to choose some specific candidate, right? Yeah, yeah. because they know yourself better than you, better, better than you know yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah just, uh, just, uh, sorry, <laughs> just uh, spread the, some advertisement or some message get to uh, yeah according to different uh, yeah waters yeah just to fit your needs or fit your desire right yeah so yeah i'm trying to remember the movie that just come out is it the social social phenomenon or something like that where the guy um he goes through exactly what you've spoken about now that every that every move we make on the internet um, we leave a footprint and they can exactly what you they can predict what you're doing based on that um he disabled his Facebook, um, nearly all his social media accounts. I think he actually worked for one of the big companies as well, if I'm not mistaken. I just can't remember the movie's name now, but anyway, I'll find it and I'll put it in the show notes. Excellent movie. It, it scared it scared me. I disabled my Facebook. Not that I use <laughs> Facebook, but I just went, it's off my phone. I'm not letting, I don't want, you know, your little fingerprints, your footprints all over where you've been. And um, I'm increasingly more aware of, um, you know, accepting cookies or not accepting cookies when people, you know, when you ask oh, yeah. a website, I go, no, like I just deny them all because like, I've survived so far without your cookie. I'm surviving further um, because I don't actually know what I'm saying yes to in many instances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually cookies is like the, 
So if with the cookies, so your even you even though you visit different social platforms using different accounts, they can link them together to identify you are you, yeah, and also grab all the and retrieve all the historical your footprints, and uh, yeah, so to learn your behavior patterns and to yeah, so this is. Um, <laughs> yeah, even yeah, I, I just found just um, some keeps keep popping up the the message. Would you like do do you like accept the cookies or something? <laughs> so, yeah. No, I don't want your cookies go away. And especially if it's just a site that I'm visiting quickly that I just need to fill something in, I go, no, I don't like actually, you know, I'm I'm getting more to the point now that I'm I'm disabling things and I'm blocking newsletters coming because I think just the you know, there, there's no end to the information that you can get on the internet and this bombardment every day of stuff that comes into my inbox. I, I'm sure yours is even probably 50 times worse than mine because like you've got, you know, you've got students contacting you. Don't don't block the students, Lena. But like, you know, <laughs> other information that you go like, there's so much constantly. How do you process all of this? Uh, so I think uh, usually, so yeah. Uh, in, in the inf digital infrastructure, the usually they will, they will set up a firewall mm -hmm. to filter out the very common yeah, threats or potential threats upon yeah. or some some malicious information, malicious uh, communications, and another firewall is on our own laptop, our own computer. Yeah, just uh, so. I think uh, current, for example, the current uh, Windows operating system, they provide a very comprehensive Windows defense system, right? So we just uh, keep it open, <laughs> so to, yeah, keep it turned on. So I think um, most of the case, so just uh, can protect uh, our computers from being attacked or hacked. Yeah. And yeah. also I will regularly do some virus checking or some, and always remember just, I also I remember you also mentioned just to keep updating and maybe keep yeah, just keep updating our yeah, defense system on the computer on our on the mobile phone or something, because yeah, the, yeah because the manufacturer or the yeah, providers will yeah just patching yeah patching and try to make it more robust right to some newly detected threats. So I think it's yeah it's like the mini cyber defense or cyber immune system. So yeah, I think the all the fake news or all the malicious attacks hanging around in the cyberspace, I think it's in, in, inevitable, right? So just like the virus and the bacteria in the mm -hmm. air. So what we need to do is we, we, we don't need to just hide ourselves in some bubble and, and try to try to um, isolate ourselves from this virus or bacteria what we need to do is actively we just build up build up our immune system we, uh, keeping in good health right just uh, yeah act, doing exercise and eat well sleep well to make our immune system more powerful and then we, we still yeah we can we can coexist with this stuff right <laughs> Lena, you make me think of, uh, of of COVID because this is what we're doing in Melbourne. We're in another <laughs> lockdown. <so laughs> there, there are many parallels here in your story. Go and go and get your vaccination, people. <laughs> no, no, I think get a vaccine, get a vaccine, and take medicine. Medicine, just like I said, yes. Yeah, so to augment our immune system. So it's. Mm. Uh, I, I don't think it's. Um, it's a. Uh, um, 
it can work together. So sometimes we need medicine, we need vaccine. Yeah, and uh, for some flu, for example, some, so we can maybe our immune system can do the job for us. So I, I think so, yeah. So we so it's like the integrative, integrative solution to put uh, the different, uh, yeah, different uh, directions together. So, but our ultimate goal is try to make our cyberspace more robust and try to make ourselves more, yeah, healthier. I think this is, uh, yeah, so. I like your analogy, Lena. It's very relatable. Everyone understands about their body and their immune system. So it's exactly the same. You just transpose it to your, your digital world there, so. Thank you so much. Sometimes I'm not uh, quite good at- uh, No, 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 I got it. My, Perfect. I, thank, thank you so much. No, I, I related to that immediately. <laughs> so I think that's a, that's a very good way to explain it. So Lena, if there if there any um, women out there listening to us today, um, do you recommend a career in cybersecurity? Is this something is this something good for them to be doing? Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I think this this area is a um, still even though this area has been researched, I think um, in multiple decades. But it is still yeah underexplored, especially so everything the AI is fast yeah growing and the, the big data you know so so this area is actually the evolving very fast, so it also bring up the new challenges. For example, you may heard of some yeah news about so how to how to trick the uh, self driving car. So there is a stop sign right? It's an image stop sign. So from our the human uh, our human naked eye, we can see this stop this is stop sign. But for the self driving car, it relies on the AI and the machine learning methods to identify this is the stop sign. You should the car should be stopped. But uh, some other some researchers found that if we injected some adversarial examples or some disturbers disturb uh, disturbance in this image, but this image cannot be seen by the human uh, eyes. But for the machine learning methods, actually, can significantly change the performance. For example, it's actually a uh, stop sign, but the machine learning methods can uh, mistakenly identify as some different other signs. For example, just to keep forward, keep keep going, or keep driving, something like this. It's totally different, right? So, it would be very dangerous for the self-driving car. So, so this is uh, some adversarial examples, adversarial samples. Yeah. So this is the newly uh, I think uh, this is the newly emerging directions for 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 the researchers and for the for the uh, for the people who are working in this area to yeah, yeah to go forward. So how the, so this I think this area has a lot of amazing yeah. Uh, unknown yeah some unknowns to explore. So yeah. you will find uh, very. So I, I think everyone work, you choose this uh, choose this area to work. You find very exciting. Almost every day you you discover new things and um, identify new problems. And um, and also you can see your solutions will be applied in some specific application or some real world cases. I think this feel very highly fulfilled. And um, generally speaking, so we can also see we are kind of the people who can provide the treatment. Who can provide the cure to make our world better, right? Mm -hmm. So, because in the in the originally we think we, we we hope the internet can bring us together to provide us the more convenient and better life for everyone. So, if 
every if ordinary people just afraid of the cyber attacks or some malicious actions happening on the in this space, they may be they may reject or may, they may they may not want they may don't want to yeah to use and to just apply this technology, and they may not enjoy the convenience and uh, the and amazing experience brought by this technology. Right? What yeah. we need to do is try to just. Um, Put people's put people's mind at ease, so we can pro protect you. So you can just uh, relax and enjoy the convenience of the cyber cyber world. Yeah, I think this is um, the meaning of. Uh, it is also my uh, genuine goal and ult ultimate goal. Yeah, I think in the rest of my career. So this is what. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to say that. Nina, yeah. you, you sound like a woman who's found her calling and you just absolutely love what you do. And that's just uh, that's just so inspiring. Like you, you, you this your job is no hardship for you. You you love it and um you you're flourishing. So um to, if I had a daughter, I would be telling her to go into cybersecurity because I don't think there will be a time that they won't she won't have a job. Um I don't have daughters. I've got two sons, and they're not listening to me anymore. So you will have a daughter. You will have a daughter-in-law. <laughs> True, but I don't think I'll be able to tell them anything. So. <laughs> so, Lena, in closing, um, what what advice do you want to leave our listeners with, just in terms of their personal security and uh, just awareness generally in the world? Okay, so I think uh, for me. Mm, I have. Uh, I was. Um, I, I'm very fortunate to live in two different countries, China and Australia, and and I feel blessed to live live in Australia and um, receive lots of guidance and help. Yes. So what I I I can do is just uh, just as in the beginning I said to consistently make contributions to this beautiful country and the built and the. The beautiful people. So, given my own yeah pathway, so I only yeah I used to to put uh, the um, uh, Steve Jobs um, the words stay foolish, stay hungry yeah on my website. So that means we need lifelong learning, keep learning, and keep updating ourselves, keep uh, and and still yeah. So that means just the um, yeah perseverance with an open and growth mind and a brave heart. Yeah, so just uh, keep doing what we are doing and uh, just do it. Don't uh, don't be afraid. So, and uh, I hope I can, yeah, even though I'm very, you know, <laughs> I'm a nobody, but uh, I still believe I can make something good to the, to the society. Yeah, so. Oh, I don't think you're nobody. Uh, I think you completely understand. <laughs> sorry, sorry, we're not talking about this season. <laughs> not at uh, all. <laughs> uh, yeah, Lina, so. Uh, it, it's been like, so nice speaking with you. Um, you're such a generous soul. And um, if if any of the listeners would like to contact you, can is it okay if I put your email address in the show notes? Sure, no problem. So no okay. problem. Yeah. I, I usually will respond to um, all the emails yeah, within yeah, two days. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah. Right. <laughs> so anyone wanting to know more about cybersecurity or what you need to do to get into university to go and follow that as a course and career? Um, you've got an invite now for Lena and as always to my listeners, um, please do follow the, the show and leave a review 
And Lena, thank you so much for your time. Once again, congratulations on winning the award. You've set the bar high for the next people for the next year. So um, and it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Thank you, Nikki. It's an absolute pleasure to speak with you. So I hope my accent is fun because sometimes, yeah, yeah, so. You were perfect. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.